Hello and welcome to Chatterkey Podcast, where you know we break their own view. A TV series this time. Yeah. Wow. wow. Branching out. Well, we've done it once. We did it one division, so you know it's not really branching out. We've already done it once. Ripping off. We know we've actually got Hayden here this time. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and we're going to be watching the Ben 10 series. No. Woo! But, 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 that's, but you said that's what we're going to do. That's why I got on Omnitrex and everything. No. We're, <laughs> we're, we're discussing the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh. That's why he's wearing Captain America, not Ben 10. Yeah. You thought he was doing Star Wars? Right, because he's got fucking Star Wars on his shirt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, yeah, his mind was like, what? I don't know who's on the boat. Oh. No, no. I, I, I'm wearing camels. <laughs> <laughs> What's show them about camels? Camels and birds. Oh, I know. You're, you're, you're thinking we're doing uh, 64 Zulane. <laughs> what? That's an old reference. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Depending on how long this goes, it may be split into two parts. We'll see. So I might do an, an outro. If, if 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 I do an outro before we get through everything, you know it's definitely a two-parter. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, okay, uh, let's, let's kick this off with an actual sort of overview, like a mini opinion, as we usually do for these sort of situations. So... Not I, as good as Division. <laughs> I think it's an outstanding show. Mm-hmm. I think it's very consistent with its episode quality. Like each episode is about the same level of goodness, like mm-hmm. quality-wise. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great. I think I think the acting's outstanding in this. It's leading actors and it's uh, extra characters that like, appear every now and again. Yeah, it's supporting uh, cast is quite good. Yeah, uh, I think the themes of the show, like the, not, I don't mean the music. I mean like the themes, as in like the plot themes. I think they're executed perfectly. Um, I think the chemistry between Simon Bucky is spot on. Mm. It, it it's great. Mm. Um, I just think they had a good back and forth, and obviously we saw that in Civil War, but it's expanding more here because essentially this is basically Civil War two. It's a sequel to Civil War. Yeah, all like the results of it. Yeah, because we never really got like an actual sequel to it because it just went on straight to the Avengers, didn't it? Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is actually the result of that film finally coming to. Light. Yeah. Um I think they really did US Agent well because you know, mm-hmm. he's a character that's designed for everyone to hate and everyone did fucking hate him. Like yeah. to the extent that weirdos on the internet kept sending the guy death threats. <laughs> it kind of shows how they wrote, wrote the character well <laughs> if everyone hates him that much. A lot of people they do that. They're fucking so... stupid. Yeah, people are stupid. They wrote the character so well, people before it was real. Yep. Yeah. Just like you and your abuse, everyone thinks it's real, but it's not. All I can, all I can say is leave Kurt Russell's son alone. <laughs> That's Kurt mm. Russell's son. So we've got Kurt Russell's ego, and we've got White Russell as US agent. Who's going to be sticking around the longest? Well, it's not ego, because ego's dead. <laughs> Spoiler alert for Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Part Volume 2. <laughs> um, he got killed by his other son. Yes. Chris Pratt. <laughs> um, I think the acting in the show is... The usual quality for Marvel projects, so that's great. Because mm. I said this essentially, because you think One Division, One Division isn't your run-the-mill Marvel project. It was like no, actually it hit so good. It was, you, it was yeah, it was experimental, I should say. But but this is more run-the-mill Marvel type of yeah project, and but it's just as deep. I'd say it's just as deep. Yeah, just easily. But so I I do think it's done really well. It. It's kind of interesting because obviously this was meant to have kicked off this phase. This well, Black Widow was technically meant to, but in terms of TV, this was meant to. And I'm kind, yeah. I'm kind of like, since he's technically going to be like sort of leading the way now as Cap, I kind of felt like it should have uh, been the kickoff one. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like okay, it's interesting they went the way they did. But then again. If this was the kickoff one, we would have actually got the better uh, finale for One Division. So they could, yeah. have, they could have actually done the filming and CGI the stuff that we're going to do for that. So it's kind of like this should have been first. Plus, yeah. the, plus, just think if the first like MCU official TV show ended with our fucking new Captain America appearing on screen, 
That would have been a great way to kick off this phase. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, allowed Doctor Strange to appear in WandaVision. That, and it meant we would have meant that we wouldn't have to wait so long between WandaVision and uh, Doctor Strange. <laughs> a, yeah. short, a bit of a shorter gap. Not that much, like two months shorter, but still. Two months mm. is two months. Exactly. Um, Although, I don't think it would have got the amount of, like, I think it wouldn't have had the same attraction. If it WandaVision brought in more people who actually believe that Disney Plus can actually do this, these shows, the same yeah. standard. Whereas, I think if we start off with just Winter Soldier and Falcon, they probably would have thought, like, um, I don't know, it seems like a classic like TV show. It's, you know what I mean? If it, One Division, at least, it got people thinking these aren't just run the mill, like normal generic shows. There are, they're deeper and they're more, they're done in a way that it, you wouldn't think they're Marvel. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not the classic Disney light hearted stuff. There are, they do address the dark themes. Well, I think this does as well, to be fair. Yeah. It addresses race yeah. a lot of the times. Mm. I mean, like, they both address these dark themes that they have to deal with. And they do it in a, a very, like, normal way. I think, like, a, a very, like, realistic way. Well, in this series, it's a very realistic way. In WandaVision, just magic, but... <laughs> and complete crazy. But, yeah, in this one, it's... They deal with realistic way because obviously they start off with like obviously he obviously Sam giving the shield like away because we later find out it's because he doesn't think the world would accept a black Captain America. Well, I think it's it's more over the fact that he doesn't feel worthy. Mm -hmm. It's the it's the other guy that believes that sort of statement. Isaiah, yeah. he's the one who believes that statement and just gets into Sam's yeah. head. But I do like how, um, obviously, Bucky um, explains that at the time, then none of them actually realised. Yeah. Like how what it like, meant. Mm, and it's that is quite a good like way of doing it. I think definitely. Yeah, and it also shows that basically anyone can be Captain America. Yeah, unless you're uh... evil, <laughs> unless you're US agent. Yeah, mm. then you're a knockoff. Mister Walker. Yeah, I, I like how throughout the show they they basically showed how Sam is a good Captain America because whatever one wants to take out the um, the evil terrorists, he sees them as like just people who forced into hard times, and they're like not so evil. And it's not black and white. There's a like reason why she's going for this, and th- they need to at least have some kind of mercy to them instead of just they're evil, shoot, shoot. Yeah, exactly. See, that's that's, that's my carrying on from that. That's my only one complaint for this is that the villains I think they're a bit generic and lackluster, mm. there's not there's not much to yeah. them, but. I personally don't think this show needs this very complex vi- uh, villain like One Division did with uh, Agatha. It didn't mm. need this complex vision uh, villain. Sorry, it's a very back to basic approach, similar to sort of like uh, Hydra back earlier in Captain America. So it kind mm. of works for this, for the fact that this is essentially the, the start of the new Captain America. So it makes sense having this back to basic approach in terms of the villains, but they are mm. kind of a bit meh. So I'm kind of on the fence with them. They're, they're not great, but they're not. Uh, bad, bad. They're like mediocre, essentially. It's my only yeah. main major complaint regarding the show. I see them as like I. I don't think to them as villains. They're more of the antagonists, but not villains. I see them as like they're just going about it the wrong way. Like they're what they want. The result of what they want is right, but how they did it was what's wrong. And I think it makes yeah. them villains. And I think it makes them like simple. Well, not all of them are uh, villains. All of them are literally like the only one who's really <laughs> doing anything straight up bad is her. The rest of them are just, like, yeah. okay, so we're just a follower. Yeah, because they even like address it multiple times. So, like you, you, you can't, you can't. Yeah, them. you don't have to kill them. You don't have to do this. Yeah, but I also, I also think that is a um, simp cycle. Then 
it's probably to do with the, the serum. Because obviously the whole point of the serum, like, even from Captain America, is it makes whoever you are inside, and it, like, exemplifies it. It yeah. made the Nazi race into Red Skull, and it made the skinny little, skinny good guy who's the most innocent person ever into Captain America. And we see that with, obviously, with Walker. He, even though, yeah, he, like, he wants to do good, but he's still quite a violent person. Yeah. He's holding all this anger in him. And so when he has this method, like, just view of justice, so when he has a serum, anyone, like, messes up, he just wants to destroy them, even though they might not be the right person. I think it was also the time he took the serum because he was a bit messed up in the head at the time. Yeah, if yeah. He, I think if he took it early on in the series, it might have not been as bad. Yeah, because he took it when he was already losing his fucking marbles. Yeah, I mean. exemplify what because at that time he was messed up. It made him even worse, and it could be she might have been messed up because of the situation she had to deal with. Because the whole blip, it's, it's the fallout of the blip as well. Because obviously they want everything to be back how it was so she I think because how messed up the situation was it made her a little bit messed up and not see everything as blurred but you can see the times when she's like still holding on to humanity where she doesn't want to yeah like, when she's really thinking Sam. about it yeah when Sam's talking her down you can see like her giving up and then Walker comes in and fucks everything up uh, he he's basically the um the Star Lord. Essentially, yes. <laughs> Everything's going well. He's in like, no, I'm gonna fuck it up. Well, he's ego's uh, son. Oh God, irony. <laughs> the circle of life. <laughs> yep. No, just just don't just don't leave that rope hanging <laughs> for Simba. <laughs> A little John Tram reference there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um... He's making your totally terriered. Yeah, totally terriered. Let's have a little delve into the actual episodes then. Mm-hmm. So obviously, the f- episode one is called New World Order. And yeah. it, it, obviously, that just reintroduces to all the characters again. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like sets up a tiny bit of the uh, story. Yeah, because obviously, it sort of kicks off with the whole. Falcon dress up while he's listening to Cap, which is a really nice way to kick off the show. He's obviously he's, he's remembering the conversation he had about uh, the shield uh, at the end mm. of Endgame, so that's a really nice way to kick it off. And then it just jumps into this massive action sequence, which, by God, is incredible. The CGI, yeah. the CGI is spot on. Yeah, like an actual like movie. Yeah, like he's pretty like Winter Soldier, the Captain America. Exactly. That level of like a CGI and that level of professionalism it, it feels like a sh- an actual film exactly and yeah. then top it off backdrop the leapers back oh yeah a leap a leap a leap yeah I, I, I do find it ironic that he's back when obviously he was in the film that he, uh, Sam debuted in it's irony that he's back mm. not just Sam when Soldier debuted in that film as well it's, yeah, it's a good idea to bring back that villain. It's pretty much they brought back pretty much almost every character you've seen over in Civil War or in Winter Soldier, and I did like that because obviously the pot it's like it's this like the epilogue of those Captain America films. So, Essentially, yeah. yeah. Well done, Disney. Now well give, done me indeed. <laughs> give, me, give me my money. You pay me to say this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think one of the things I love about this sort of sequence is the GoPro shots when it shows his face when he's flying. I mean, it's like full on, like, zoomed in on his face, he's flying around. I, I do really love that shot. It, it, it's a very nice touch. And I have to think overall, it's a great way to kick off this show. Because mm. obviously, as you say, it's a back to basic approach for Marvel. So it's uh, best way to start off this is a back to basic action sequence. And as you say, for a TV show, they put a lot of fucking money into this. They did. That's what, that's it is what I, worth it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I like with this. So if you look at some other shows, they always put sometimes put really a lot of money into like the opening sequence, cough cough the Witcher. But then the CGI budget as the series goes along just goes downhill constantly. 
Whereas this, mm. it doesn't really. Uh, every every time I CGI, it it doesn't look. It looks like movie quality. Consistent. Exactly. That's why this is a very consistent show. It is. It is definitely. It's like I don't think there's any bad episode. No, not really. I I've, I think it's it's around the. I think. I think that when Zemo comes into it's one of my favourite parts. It's because oh I God, fucking yeah. love Zemo. That fucking dance number, which we'll get to eventually. But I mean, <laughs> fuck me. Oh. But what I like with the, this sequence as well, because it's not just obviously showcasing Falcon's skills, it's also subtly introducing our Falcon replacement. Obviously, Taurus. He's obviously eventually mm. going to take up the mantle of Falcon. So, obviously, it's a very subtle way of introducing him and going, oh, yeah, yeah. this guy. And it, it, yeah. they're, like, they're like, oh, his name's Taurus. And if you if you just smart and go, okay, I'll just Google this. Oh, okay, mm. so he's Falcon down the line, okay. I am not smart. I did not Google. Tom just told me, literally just. He's, he's, fa- he's, he's Falcon Alex eventually. Ah, thank you. <laughs> also, I love the whole conspiracy joke, the whole, uh, for Ke- is Captain America on the moon? <laughs> Which eventually makes it fucking, it's in the first episode, and it's in the fucking last episode. I just, I just love the little joke of, so did you fly him up to the moon or something? It's like, it's that moment as well when he walks off and he goes, where are you going? Moon stuff. <laughs> fucking, I, like I love that. Falcon. I look, obviously a reference to the fact that no one really knew what happened to Cap. No. Because he, he obviously even they kind of didn't really fully know what happened. Like, they know he went back in time, but they have no idea what kind of life he led. Or else they would have gone like, so it turns out you snogged your great uncle to uh, <laughs> Aaron. But because he, he never Come actually on, told them. That's America's happened. ass though. You, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't yeah. say no. I mean, it's <laughs> uh, not not even Peggy could deny it. <laughs> no. Obviously, I think one of the, my favorite moments in this episode isn't even like a massive moment. It's a cameo from fucking Rhodey. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I I remember watching it. I was like, it's, it's, it's Rhodey. What, what's Rhodey doing here? And I love he's like sort of mentoring Sam, like he would with uh, Iron Man with Tony. Like, he's, like, giving him advice of how he would approach a situation like this. But the fact that he's straight up, like, yeah, you deserve the shield, so why didn't you just take it? Mm. So I, I, like, I like the little mentoring here. Because, obviously, the, we're not going to see pre-ready till Armor Wars. Mm. It's a nice way of like, bringing him back into the, the fold for a quick cameo. You know, it's, it's better than the the uh, Paul Bettany constantly saying, oh, there's going to be, like, a, a cameo from someone who I really want to work with and just turns out to be fucking him as White Vision. It's better than that fake ca- fake it cameo because it's an actual fucking person. Oh, uh, because obviously, I love I do love that joke, but um, <laughs> I liked how Rhodey came in it because obviously it's another way of showing how obviously the universe is still connected. Because mm. there's a lot of problems we had with Agents of Shield because even though at the start it seemed like it was connected because Sam Jackson after, yeah, after that it went a bit like I think it was up to series. Five, and I think that's yeah. when he stopped being connected. Because at the end, they're like, "Oh, Thanos is coming," and then the next series, no idea, no no reference to it. The snap, nothing. I was expecting to see like half a team gone, and instead it's like completely normal. We're back all of us together, apart from you know, Fix. He's, he fits upstairs in space. The ball guy. Totally did not just have to search up who Rhodey was. <laughs> For fuck's sake, Alex. Like, Alex, seriously, well, we've, got to, we've got to talk about this. Fake fun! Fake fun! <laughs> like, I just watched the shows now. <laughs> uh, I, I've stopped with the Easter eggs and all that. Like, I didn't, I wasn't as invested as I was with uh, WandaVision. So, in, in terms of obviously sequences overall, I think the, the Winter Soldier sequence, when you see him, is probably one of my favourite sequences because you don't know it's a flashback or anything. All you see is him just killing loads of people and like this really badass sequence. He was like, I literally remember watching it when I, f- I first obviously aired and I was like, wait, is Bucky back as Winter Soldier? Is he literally killing people again? I was like, <laughs> I was really happy. I, I, I have to admit, I was really excited. I was really giddy. I was like, ooh. And Tom's then it's like, 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 Winter Soldier, what'd you expect? And then it's a fake out. I was like, okay, that makes sense. It would be a bit stupid to shrimp to randomly turn back to Winter Soldier. But still, it was a nice like, little throwback to him as Winter Soldier because. If you think about it, in uh, the only really time we actually got to see him do any work during 
the Winter Soldier tenor was uh, in Civil War when he killed uh, Iron Man's parents. That's the only mm. real time we've ever seen him uh, do anything in the past. So it's a nice way of get, actually giving us something from his past again, which obviously also sets up a little sort of subplot within this show. Yeah, his own to, story arc. Yeah, of redemption, essentially, for what he did, because, mm. you know, he killed that guy. Because obviously that the whole point of Winter Soldier is it wasn't his fault, but he still he it's, still it's, did it's, it. it's, and he's still messed up from it, which is why he's in therapy. Which I've got to say is, is when, I love the fact uh, people's references to the fact that like wait, so Wanda like needs therapy and she's not in therapy, and yet uh, Bucky and Sam are, don't need therapy and yet they're in therapy. <laughs> the whole counselling. <laughs> I, I I love that the shots within the first therapy scene when it zooms like it's showing the zooming on the faces when they're talking. That's a really cool like shot, and it keeps like going back and forth between him and his therapist as they're like going through the rules of uh, what he should, what he can and can't do. Like uh, mm. rule number one, uh, don't hurt people. I think it is something like that. Mm. That's one of the rules. And it's like I think and it's, I think there's one that's like rule number two. He's like, wait, that should be rule number one. I think rule number two might be actually don't hurt people, and he's like, wait, no, that should be rule number one. Because like rule number one's not as big as rule number two. <laughs> <laughs> rules am I right yeah. but I do like the way they did all of that because I see when they like they show him like saying oh yeah I'm dealing with stuff and then it shows him actually like like getting revenge and tracking people and it just turns out he's gone to go say look I gotta like say I'm sorry for whatever you know yeah <laughs> and then he's still fucking just punches that guy in the face yeah I didn't hurt anybody <laughs> <laughs> that, that was good. Uh, yeah, the, the fake of like, it looks like he's doing some vigilante again. Yeah. No, he's uh, he's just getting sorry. But then obviously there's the bit where he called, did he like call the police or something? Yeah, the cops all arrive when he's uh, walking away. Mm. Yeah. Uh, carry on. Yeah, carry on. I thought it was very cleverly done. No, carry on. <laughs> Can, can, can I just say, uh, Cap must have fucked up the timeline massively being uh, Endgame because he's now an Asian guy. Oh, sorry, different character. <laughs> Bucky likes hanging around with old men, doesn't he? Mm. Oh, he's an old man himself, so. Well, he's 102, <laughs> did you say, or something like that? Something like that, yeah. But still, he can, he can manage to get get the young girl. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't I mean, who the failure or what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bucky is 106 in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, four years off. Um, also, uh, obviously, it's one of the next things I want to actually bring up is the fact that obviously we actually finally get to meet Sam's family, his sister and his nephews. Yeah. And it, Sam's been in this universe in terms of releases for seven years. But obviously, in terms of actual within the universe like timeline, it's like. I think it's like 2024 now, isn't it? In Or 2025 now in the actual MCU, thanks to Endgame. But, but yeah, yeah. So he's pretty much been like there for like almost 10 years. So <laughs> I, 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 I can't believe it's took him that long to actually sort of even give us a glimpse of him as a normal human being, essentially. Because everyone sort of has their moments like where they're shown as like normal because obviously they've got families and whatnot. But obviously it's the first time you get a glimpse of them. But I do feel like this feels naturally, because obviously this series is focused fully on him and Bucky, so it makes sense, this being the one where you get to see him. And, obviously... It's good for character progression as well. Yeah. Like I feel like it would definitely have been a bit odd if it just happened in one of the movies, because it wouldn't have fit in them. Especially if not being his own movie. Because the only one that really worked was obviously Hawkeye's family reveal in uh, Age of Ultron. Mm. The fact that that fit perfectly into the, the story element of it, because obviously... Essentially, the second Age of Ultron was like a Hawkeye redemption arc for the first film's actions. So that fit perfectly. So I feel like it definitely would have felt really weird if he had this like a, I know, uh, end game. Uh, Sam, you see Sam and his family fighting against Thanos. Yeah, just see his sister just go up to Thanos, slap him. And Thanos just keep just like the anime roll thing into a wall. <laughs> and Thanos is dead. Sam's sister saved the universe. <laughs> Uh, what else did I want to bring up? Uh, I I like that I like the fact that they actually reveal um who that guy is uh 
because uh, the guy he killed in the flashback. Mm. I like the fact they like very quickly reveal hey, it's the son of his his friend. Yeah, because a lot of shows you watch, they just drag it out and drag it out and eventually go, oh yeah, so this guy you killed, that's his son. But I like the fact that within like half an hour, that's why Bucky's his friend. He's trying to make yeah. him amends and like trying to find a way to tell him and like because his name of the book. Yeah. But he can't make him, well, can't get himself to do it. Exactly. Because he's still sad. Mm. Sad boy, Bucky. Yeah, and I was, uh, obviously in this episode as well, we get a very gl- very small glimpse of the Flag Smashers, the villains of this show. Yeah. The fact we get like a little reference early on when they're showing like a handprint on the wall. But obviously we get that whole sequence later on where Torres is like joining them, trying to like infiltrate them. And there's that one guy and he's there just busting his way for everyone. And I love the fact that they like, try and focus like, oh no, this is the this is the leader. They, they don't know he's uh, anyone who's the leader. They just see like this big massive guy, and they're like, they assume he's the leader. So that's a nice little yeah, like at the beginning. I honestly thought that was the leader, and I was just like, damn. I say he's really <laughs> he's really... just gonna get thrown about. And so that's, that's why they, did, they specifically chose the biggest fucking guy possible to go. Okay, yeah. this 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 is the leader because he's a big boy. Who who. <laughs> But I did like I, I did like yeah. seeing uh, Torres getting involved a bit because obviously, as I say, eventually we're going to get him as Falcon. So it's a nice little build-up showing that. Yeah, it's a nice little sh- character development yeah. for the, uh, the smaller characters. Even if he gets just his like, um, No, I'm not going to talk about WandaVision anymore because I'll just keep talking about it and referencing it for the entire episode. Sorry. It's not the WandaVision uh, podcast. <laughs> uh. Okay, and uh, obviously the ending of the episode when we get the US agent reveal. Or, sorry, Captain mm. America, because he's not US agent till the end. They're like, our new Captain America. I, I just love how Sam literally earned the shield, but he obviously gave it to, for the display since he didn't feel like he earned it yet. Yeah, but I, I, I do kind of feel like it's a bit of a, a dicky move. Yeah, the, the uh, government's the quite, exactly, they're kind of saying, like, fuck you, Sam, you, you're not having the shield. Yeah. Even though you like, were, like, best friend. Shield, but exactly, even though, you, even though Captain America literally handed you and said, this is yours, you're not having it. You gave it to us for display for, like, the museum, but fuck you, we're actually giving it up. It's, you know, it's kind of a dick move from the government. It just shows how much they're arseholes in both fiction and reality. Yeah. Government, am I right? Arseholes. But, I mean, it, it was a good reveal at the end because it's like a very shocking ending to the episode. Mm. It's a great way to sort of bring this first episode to a close. And obviously, I think the episode overall, in a sense, was very good. Obviously, it set up a few storylines to follow as we go through. And it obviously gave us some obviously character development for the characters we already know of stuff we didn't really know about them or what was going, what they're actually up to. So obviously, we never really knew what was going on with Bucky, really. We knew, obviously, yeah. he was fucked up, but we never actually knew what was going up within his mind. Because he was very, like, he never really showed that. Like, he never really showed anyone what was really going on in there. So it's yeah, very nice. we didn't get much development in the, uh... I was going to say, we didn't get much character development, sort of, in, like, where we last saw him. Yeah, because if you think about it, in Winter Soldier, obviously, it was just, that was just there to develop Winter Soldier, to bring that character out. Civil War was just... Essentially, just the Avengers breaking up. So that was the whole plot there. So it's not they just gave us a little info, a bit of info here and there, and then that was yeah. it. we saw him in Infinity War, but that was just in battle and in same with Endgame. Oh, so we saw him in um, in Black Panther, wasn't it? If at I the end, remember. end credit. Yeah, so we just saw him there, and that was it. He's setting up obviously his appearance in Infinity War. Yeah, yeah there's never really been anything developed on him. So yeah, so like for all we knew, he was still like all cuckoo in the. Uh, Brains. In the birdhouse. Which he partially is, but not fully. Well, yeah. I feel like this is definitely a good way to kick off this show. Yeah. So It's a very good episode. Thumbs up from me. Thumbs, thumbs in the middle, sort of. But I've got a weird thumb. Middle finger to you. <laughs> oh. Hayden's very quiet because uh, I can clearly see a light on the background. So uh, yeah, She's talking to someone? Yeah, so I- I'll give a thumbs up for her. She, she looks, yeah. she, she'll be fine by it. Yeah, yeah, she gave a thumbs oh, up. She gave a thumbs down. That sucks, Hayden. <laughs> you, you suck. Um, <laughs> nah, to be honest, it does get a thumbs up from me. Yeah. It was a good start to the show. Not as strong as I thought it was going to be compared, like, with the two big names that were in it. But yeah, it's still a good start. 
Okay, so obviously episode two is titled The Star Spangled Man. Obviously, yep. Captain America is now part of this show, even though it's not our cap. Uh, and they couldn't have the Star Spangled Kid because that's a DC property. But I do like the fact that obviously the episode opens up with him. Because obviously it ending on him makes sense that it opens up and gives us a bit of information of what the hell's going on here. Mm. And obviously we get this very brief like introduction to John Walker and stuff about him. He's obviously he's military. Uh, he's done many tours with his uh, friend Lamar. Uh, who's picked because he's obviously a top candidate for the Captain America role. But I do like the fact that he's got these two voices and he said that he's like, I want to do this, but I, I don't want to fuck up. He's got these two, he's got these two yeah, arguing voices like, in his head. It's big boots to fill. Easily. That's why Sam didn't want to fill them at first. That's why he literally got the show. He's like, yeah, I have not, I'm not ready for this. I have not earned this yet. Even though he had, because the fact that he saved the world. Multiple times. Mm-mm. Exactly. But yeah, I, I, I do like this is a, a, a good. I, feel, I do feel this is a very good start to an episode to introduce us to. Yeah, this I think piece of shit. Could have picked, not Captain America. Yeah, they could have picked like someone else, like someone who actually did save the world. Like I think Bucky could have been if like not Sam, then Bucky. Yeah, well, he he, like, I say Bucky. It was in the comics. He's the first one that takes over after Cap. Mm. But I mean, I, I'm kind of happy that he doesn't in this because it. It fills out the Winter Soldier a bit more. One, one thing, I, I didn't put it in my notes, but the fact that obviously later on, I won't say too much, but obviously that scene when uh, uh, John becomes a murderer, essentially Bucky is already a murderer still. So out of the three of yeah. these men, both of those are murderers and aren't what Captain America stood for, whereas Sam yeah. is a murderer and he's he... what Captain America stood for. Yeah. I got a little philosophical there, but you get my point. <laughs> Did yeah? It's kind of hot. I'm not gonna lie. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's a spot-on intro. It's not as strong as the first episode's intro, but that's because I was action-focused. I was like mm. edgy seat focus. This is more like character uh, full-on introductions because we don't know anything about this guy. We just saw him in the last episode. That was it. It's also good for like people who are just getting into the. Uh shows but if you haven't watched like the movies you're not gonna know what's happening technically uh with but some they, of the things like, they, they uh, try to explain some stuff here and there yeah but like that's what i mean it's like it is a good way to like it's good for like new viewers to like get them caught up sort of but yeah it's also not enough for like everything exactly like i i'm not gonna lie i've not watched the uh, captain america films uh, I've watched the Civil War one, but that's you, it. You want me to watch the cinema to watch it, Dirty Twat? Yeah, I've watched the Civil War, but that... I don't count Civil War as a Captain America film. It says Captain America in front of it, it's a Captain no, America I know, film. I know, but like, I don't count it to myself as a like, Captain what, America what, what, film. What's next? You're not going to count the new Thor movie as a Thor movie because Guardians of the Galaxy are in it? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> and Hayden's crossing her arms because she's very disappointed in you right now. You like disappointment, Alex. I do need to watch the first Captain America film and second. Second one's the one I recommend the most because the second one, by far, is the best of the three. Though I like Civil um, War, Winter Soldier is the best of the three. Hmm. Good backdrop the loop, isn't it? Leap, a uh, leap, a uh, leap. <laughs> probably be more invested with uh, Bucky. If yeah, you probably like, And Sam, if you'd have watched those two films. You're, you're right, I probably would have. Yeah. So it's my own fault, but yeah. You've, you've, obviously, you've watched Age of Ultron. Which obviously had both Vision and Wanda in it. Yeah. So you are invested with. And I'm more invested in Wanda because I like what she does. I like the power set that she's got. I, I'm not invested in people because they're the same as me. You like magic. Yeah. Well, one thing I do like, uh, obviously, cause this obviously the sequence that started is obviously an interview. It's on TV and everything. And uh, at the end of the first episode, you got to see uh, Sam's reaction to the Captain America reveal. But you never got to see mm. Bucky's reaction, so I like that they actually instantly show Bucky's reaction. Like, because Sam was sort of like upset, and there's Bucky just getting really fucking angry. He's like, "That's it, I'm gonna go knock someone's brains in for this." It's a shame we didn't. Well, he does later on, but obviously, yeah. I, I like the fact that he, he specifically just runs straight to Sam. And he's like, "What the fuck did you do that for? The shield was yours. We literally gave it to you. 
why the fuck did you give it up for them to give it to this guy? And Sam's just like, not giving a shit. He's like, oh, I'm actually busy. Can you just leave me alone? He's like, no, I ain't leaving you alone. What are you dealing with? He's like, oh, I'm dealing with one of the big three. Androids, uh, wizards, and aliens, is it? Aliens, yeah. Androids, aliens, and wizards. He's like, that's, that's not a thing. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, it is. He's like, oh, Doctor Strange, he's a sorcerer. Sorcerer is a kind of wizard. <laughs> it's a whole Gandalf joke as well. And he's like, you know Gandalf? Well, I read The Hobbit when it first came out. <laughs> the I do like the chemistry the in this scene is just really good. Uh, they hinted at the, the banter they would have in Civil War. Yeah, with the seat. Can you move your seat forward? No. No. And that's basically <laughs> their banter is pretty much them two arguing, but in a friend kind of way. Exactly. It's a very good uh, scene to get their chemistry off. Because obviously we haven't seen them together yet. This is our first time with them together. So it's a great way of showing instantly that these two have really good chemistry going forward. Really and obviously then they head off to, the, to do some action, don't they? And Bucky is so suicidal for jumping out of a fucking plane without a fucking uh, parachute. No, he didn't. He, he, he must have uh, watched the other guys like the day before because he aimed for those bushes. Oh my god. What, when will that joke die? Never. Just like in my like, head, Ken and Sam Jackson and uh, Dwayne Johnson did not die in that movie. Yeah, uh, we don't need to hear that. Not today. They just wanted to snooze under in the, the ground for a bit. No, oh uh, no, it's not your, it's not your theory. It's Hayden's theory that we don't need to hear today. What? Look, they survived. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did like obviously when the the banter goes into the extent when uh Bucky's like saying all this stuff and uh, Sam's like, oh, you go to Wakanda and you come back as White Panther. He's like, it's actually White Wolf. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> the fucking like, the, the banter between them is just really spot, especially when he's in that uh, building. He's like, oh, I'm gonna take him. He's like, No, I want to see how many there is. I can take him. There's like two of them. Oh, what? Red Wing, how many is there? One, two, One, three, two. four. Oh, there's five. Oh, there's six. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's just two. They're the perfect partnering. <laughs> mm. Oh, they are good. It's just like me and you, Tom. No. <laughs> okay, totally. Can I just say though, since since when did Bucky become the Flash? When he's chasing those fucking trucks, he just yeah. fucking <laughs> He's just straight out of that fucking building. I was like I was there going, wait, is this got the flash now? It's <laughs> a very just, slow flash. It's just fucking he, he does, they do move quick, don't they, with the super serum? Yeah, they're fucking... They move fucking... I don't think Bucky needs that bite the day he killed fucking Iron Man's parents. <laughs> I could just fucking chase them now. <laughs> Damn. But, I mean... Obviously, this this running... Obviously, builds onto the... Obviously, this episode's action sequence. Because every episode has one action sequence. And, mm. obviously, this one is the truck scene. Which is very good for the fact that, obviously... I love the fact that... Um, Bucky is in, like, in the back of the truck. He's like, because they're like, oh, there's a hostage in there. He's like, hey, how are you? And the next day he just goes, wee! He's like, oh shit, she's a, she's a, one of them. And obviously, this is this was the first glimpse of our leader, but we don't know yet it's the leader. And obviously, it's just a little girl trapped. Yeah, and I, 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 the fact, obviously, it's the, the fighting, the whole sequence like showcases their fighting style, especially when you introduce Captain America and Battlestar. And they have this obviously different like things. Obviously, you got Falcon using his flying skills to fly around. You got Bucky, you know, trying to do hand to hand stuff. Um, and obviously, there's Cap with his fucking gun, which you know isn't a Cap thing, but it's kind of like a First Avengers Cap situation because Cap used it in First Avengers the guns. Yeah. So it's kind of like a callback to that, but you know, it's still not our Cap. Um, it's not our Cap. Not our Cap. I, I do like the fact, obviously, when uh, the Avengers get fucking taken out completely, uh, Bucky straight up, but yeah, like, yeah, these are super soldiers, so yeah, we need to deal with them. And then Sam, Sam's just on his, uh, his chest, he's like, get off me, man! <laughs> it's more bad. I mean, I wouldn't mind being underneath Bucky. Sorry. I'll start with my gayness. <laughs> I'm but... just like... Do I do I agree or? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do like I do I still I do very much love the fact this is essentially just a straight up sequel to Civil War. Mm. It references other films, but it's straight up just following on from that storyline. Yeah, 
for the fact yeah. that there's more super soldiers, which is a big plot point in that film. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do, lo- I do like the, se- the sequence. Obviously, it's like two trucks side by side, and they're jumping back and forth and beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, setup for a stage. And there's, there's, I, lo- I, lo- I do like the fact as well. Sam shows how much of a hero he is. He's trying to save Bucky when he's trapped underneath the truck. He still, Ooh. he tries everything he can to get through the, the vehicles. That showcases that he's a tr- he's a better hero than Cap. Who, yeah. Though I will say, Cap does save his friend. He shows a shield to help him, uh, Lamar, get off the truck when he falls but the off. The shield did not come back now, did it? Yeah, if I it think... was a true Captain America, he would have threw that shield, it would have saved his friend, and then it would have came back. Fake Captain America. Well, he didn't bend, did it off the floor. That guy's ass was sat on it, what'd you expect? He's fucking gonna fly back with him attached to it like a fucking ninja turtle. Yeah. In, yeah hint, hint. Fucking... <laughs> yeah, think of that fucking wrist thing that uh, Cap has in the second in the second. Yeah, the one that yeah. Col- didn't Carlson have one as well? Yeah. Well, Colton was a C, the um, hologram one, but he's the... Um, the one that's in fucking um, young, uh, Next Avengers. It comes back. What is that? You didn't finish. <laughs> I, 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 I like as well, uh, obviously, after the battle, when it's like they're, sort of, they're trying to calm it down a bit, like do a bit more character moments. You've got Sam and Bucky having like a little walk and just like fucking arguing with each other over and over again. He's like, what the hell's going on in your mind? Oh, I see the cogs moving. They're, they're burning. They're exploding. Oh, good. And yeah, that was you bring up to the cap, the cap situation when they pull up and like, hey, come on, let's get in the. We'll drive you there, and they're just like, nope, keep on walking, assholes. <laughs> and it's just this whole like awkward moment when they're they're actually in the car and having this discussion. It's just there, look, Bucky's just like, he's like, is he always like this? And he's like, yep. You get used to the staring. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do like with this situation. Sam's trying to keep the peace. Obviously, mm. Bucky's straight up just like, I don't want anything to do with you. And even when you know, the guy says, uh, oh, my name's Battlestar, he's just like, yep, stop the truck, I'm out of here. I do like Sam's there trying to keep the peace. Like, okay, okay. We, we, we've got information we can both use. But then uh, it's this bit when he's like, oh, I need Cap's wingman on the side. And Sam's like, yeah, that's the final straw. I, I, I'm done. And mm. he, obviously, he's like, yeah, nope. Nope. <laughs> I I find it like quite funny that they go like, right, Cap needs a sidekick. What do we do? Why don't we just mix Bucky and Sam together in one? There we go. Perfect. Pretty much. Let's make get with the soldier, but make him black, and remove his arms. Have a normal arm, and he can be a weak normal human, like Sam. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. uh, I find that quite the idea like. They're especially like they're like the B tech versions. Essentially, yeah, they're the B tech versions of the V off deal. But I mean, mm. uh, obviously, we've a bit later on. I think just after this scene, we actually get to meet. Uh, obviously, the flag smashers more and showing mm. obviously how like far their reach is with people helping them. But obviously, that scene's where we actually meet the leader, which is obviously Carly. So we actually are they're like, okay, she's the leader of this group, which I might add, she's from Tamworth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Our age as well. How life could be. Literally, it's like the first time we was like, ah, oh, we were talking with like uh, Tom, Tom um, Holland. We were like, Tom, that could have been you. And now it's like, you could have been Carly, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was in um, Solo as well. That's where she, mm. I first saw her, was in the Solo movie. She's going to be in uh, the Willow TV series soon. Warwick Davis. <laughs> Which is ironic because Warwick Davis was in Solo as well. And they were linked to each other. The irony, um, but yeah, I, I like as well. There's a little hint that there's someone above her who's a bit more of another villain with that whole text of "I'm gonna kill you." Mm. You don't know what you're doing, little girl. You don't know who you're messing with, and it's like, okay, who's this? A mystery, I see. Mm. I fucking love the reveal. It was. We'll get it, it, it was very, yeah, we'll get to it later on. But I mean, obviously. There's a bit more of a bigger scene coming up in a minute when we get to meet uh, Isaiah. When uh, Bucky takes Sam to meet the original Black Super Soldier. Mm. And obviously it's great, obviously impactful. So obviously Bucky's got a history of him, but it's something that Sam, someone who Sam did know existed. Because he's literally... someone he... Sam kind of needed to know. Exactly. Well, there's a story to go on. Is obviously is impactful for obviously uh, Black culture and whatnot, because obviously he 
was what Steve was to sort of a white culture, essentially. Yeah. But I think it's helped as well by the acting of uh, I say, yeah, thanks to Carl Lumby, who played Marshall mm. Manhunter's dad in Supergirl. Yeah. And he's re- he really sells that anger and emotion, that whole, like, especially when he's like, oh, I did my job, and you know, I did, did to me for doing my job. They locked my, my ass away for 30 years. Yeah, and, exactly. The whole point is, no one, back then, they would not want the world knowing there was a black and black America. Exactly. Mm. So they're locked him away for it, mm. and obviously, as I say, it's it's a very emotional scene, especially when he, because uh, Sam doesn't realize at first. Sam's just trying to like think. He's like, okay, what's going on? And then when he throws the fucking uh, the the box into the wall, and Sam's like, oh shit. Okay, mm. so this this, okay, okay, I'm, I'm this is guy's a super soldier. So it's a very impactful scene. I I think he's he definitely one of the standout characters to come from this show. Mm, yes. Most definitely, and obviously, then this this scene sort of flows into an actual real life sort of situation in the cop scene, when the cops like get involved because they're arguing. I can I say how many fucking cop cars arrived just for them arguing? About fucking four of them, wasn't there? But I mean, obviously, it's a very blatant political message. Oh yeah, especially with the time it was. But I mean, it very much works for, because the idea of though he's a superhero, obviously, this police sort of discrimination is racism essentially. And, in not just police force, but in a lot of fucking obviously hierarchies, uh, it can happen to literally anyone, and it's not right. It shouldn't happen. Yeah, and if, if, if he wasn't like an Avenger, they would have arrested they him. They wouldn't have stopped at all. It's literally just like uh, Bucky's like, you know who this guy is, don't you? And obviously that cop whispers, and he's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. You shouldn't have done it in the first place. It doesn't matter if you yeah. apologize. You should not have fucking got stopped anyway. It's just because these two are in like an argument. It wasn't even like a violent argument. It was, Sharing each other, it's what? not. It's not as even if it was like a full on like fighting. If they're fighting, fair enough. Get involved, stop them, and whatnot. But I mean, they were actually not doing anyone harm, and these guys mm. just being racist and got involved. Yeah, like, I mean, it's a good time for the show to come out with like this kind of stuff. Okay. Exactly. Actually, recent, with recent like so, this is. It wouldn't surprise me if this one was uh, one of the sort of ones they filmed as soon as they were able to start shooting again. It wouldn't surprise me if this was like a late addition in terms of scene ad- adding, but yeah. it adds to the show's massive theme. Mm. So it it does very much work. It definitely does. Like, and it gives it a serious tone. It's something that needs to be addressed as well. Like even like the Marvel Universe has all this discrimination and it's all with Luke Cage and stuff. It, it, it needs to be solved in here in our world as well as in there. Exactly. And obviously they, they, they did do go a bit more lighthearted after this scene when they did the therapy scene so it does bring it back to we've had our serious moment we've got our message out let's have a little jokey moment obviously with Sam and Bucky doing the fucking uh, staring contest in therapy. It's a nice way of sort of cheering up the audience after that sort of moment and it just shows their chemistry even more between these two. But the fact that they're just have, having a competition that one was like wait are you guys having a staring competition? Stop yeah. it! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they do have great chemistry. We keep saying, but they should marry each other. That's that's basically the whole joke. Is that they're basically a couple? Essentially, couple, yeah. yeah. Mm. But I, I did like I mean... this scene. The fact that uh, when Bucky argues with Sam about uh, giving up the shield because he's like. Okay, if Steve was wrong about you in terms of giving you the shield, then maybe he was wrong about me. Yeah. It shows yeah. that he still has these issues in his mind. Mm, he's got he's... those insecurities. Yeah. I do like the, the, the court. That, that, I just really like that line. It's a very realistic like reason what, for why he's so upset about him giving the shield. It's because if that, if that meant he was wrong about you, he's wrong about me. And to him, that's all he's probably been holding on to, was that... Cap believed he deserved redemption. Hmm. Yes. Exactly. And there's obviously another sort of scene within this episode follows on after this with the whole uh, flag smashes when they stay in the plane and the one gets gunned down and killed. I do like that because it showcases the fact that these can still be stopped. Because obviously, after watching them fight uh, in the first episode and in, in this episode, you'd think that they're more immortal, wouldn't yeah, you? You think they're indestructible, oh, they're for- indestructible forces. Showcasing obviously 
them just getting shot down by one of the power brokers, uh, well, armies. Uh, it's a good way of showing that, yeah, these can still be stopped. At the end of the day, they may be super soldiers, but they are still human. So, guns away. Bang, bang, bang. And, uh, obviously, the ending of the episode as well. Um, it isn't obviously as uh, impactful as the cat reveal in the first one. But uh, I like the bit when Bucky's like, okay, there's only one person who knows super soldiers more than anyone. And there's like, wait, no, 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 we can't get to him. And uh, Bucky's like, we have to. We need to get Zemo. And uh, he's obviously kicking off what's to come with uh, the next few episodes. And it's quite cool as well, because the fact that obviously it's the last person Bucky would ever want to see after what he did to him in Civil War. Yeah, you would think, wouldn't you? Yeah. But it just shows like how important he's going to be yeah. towards the cause. And then that fucking music hits, that fucking opera music. And it's like panning through like the fucking German prison. He's just sat there and he's like, ah, I'm back, bitches. Because I, I, I think it's a really good cameo at the end of this episode because I really love Zemo in Civil War. He's a really great villain. For the fact that he's the only human to really fuck up the Avengers. So the fact that we're finally getting more of him. Yay. Yay. Exactly. Exactly. So again, obviously, there's no raw for this episode. I think another solid episode with some very good action. The little cameo at the end to set up for the next episode. And a good uh, shot of seriousness with the whole police scene. So, and it's very well-timed message. And it just sums up how good of another episode we got. And it's just getting even better as it goes along. So, thumbs up again. Definitely. Good to be thumbs up every episode, pretty much. I think I might have one with two. We'll see. Oh, oh, oh. Well. 